Sixty years ago, on April 16, 1953, I attended my first baseball home opener. i just turned 13 two days earlier, so now that I'd joined the ranks of the 1950s teenage rebels without a cause, I decided to play hooky and head out to Force Field to watch my Pirates open their home season against the Philadelphia Phillies. Flush with my birthday money, I decided to spring for a $1.40 general admissions ticket instead of my usual dollar seat in left-field bleachers. It was a little pricey for a working-class kid, but I still had money left over for a soggy boiled hot dog and a watered-down Coke. I was reminded of that home opener when I read a story about a book repairer who recently discovered that a tattered Bible donated to the Friends of the Sacramento Library was once owned by Branch Rickey and signed by 31 members of the 1953 Pittsburgh Pirates. At that time, Rickey was the Pirates' general manager after holding a similar position with the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Ricky was a deeply religious man who refused to play baseball on Sundays during his career, so the gift from the 1953 Pirates was certainly appropriate. The Pirates had lost 112 games in 1952, the most in the team's modern history, so Ricky would certainly have good reason to read the Bible going into the 1953 season. The 16,220 fans who attended the 1953 home opener saw the Pirates defeat the Phillies 14-12 in a wild-scoring game played in a cold rain mixed with snow. I was happy the Pirates won the game, but I could have done without the icicle hanging from the tip of my nose. The weather was so bad in Pittsburgh that the Pirates and Phillies were actually snowed out of their next game. I still remember a photograph in one of Pittsburgh's three daily newspapers of a Pirate player lifting a snow-covered tarpaulin to check the condition of the field while a few of his shivering teammates looked on. When I saw the signatures of the 1953 Pirates who signed Ricky's Bible, it brought back vivid memories of a team that won its home opener, but unfortunately went on to stumble and bumble its way to another last place finish. The 1953 Pirates were an odd mixture of recent high school graduates, all-American athletes fresh out of college, and over-the-hill veterans. Among the Bible signees were Duke's all-American basketball player Dick Grote and Heisman Trophy winner Vic Janowitz. The 1953 Pirates may have been a bad baseball team, but you didn't want to challenge them to a pickup basketball or football game. Among the aging veterans on the 1953 Pirates team were former Cardinals Howie Paulette and Murray Dixon, who pitched for the Redbirds back in the 1946 World Series against the Red Sox. Paulette, who won the opening game of the 1946 World Series, was the Pirates' starting pitcher in their 1953 home opener. Dixon, who started the seventh and deciding game of the 1946 World Series, relieved Paulette in the Pirates' home opener and was the winning pitcher. It was a rare victory for Dixon, who lost 21 games for the Pirates in 1952. Joe Graziola, a Cardinal batting hero in the 1946 World Series, was also on the 1953 Pirates team, but he wasn't around for long. On June 4, 1953, he became part of the most controversial trade in Pirates history, when Ricky sent home run king Ralph Kiner, Catfish Metkovich, as well as Garagiola and Paulette, all signees of Ricky's Bible, to the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs were one of the worst teams in baseball at that time, but thanks to Ricky's generosity, they managed to finish next to the last in the National League in 1953, five games ahead of the Pirates. I mentioned to my wife Anita that the Bible signed by the 1953 Pirates would make a great birthday present if it goes up for auction. She thought it would be a bit pricey, but did offer to take me to a Saluki baseball game. When I reminded her that the games were free, 
Anita, a retired grade school teacher, said that maybe she'd spring for a hot dog and a Coke if I was willing to share. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.